0: What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. Today is Wednesday, April 13th, 2022, and we have to react to the news that the Miami Dolphins hosted veteran pass rusher Melvin Ingram III on Tuesday. This is not the first time the Dolphins have come knocking on the door for Melvin Ingram, but will this be the time where they actually sign him? Let's talk about what it would mean to the Dolphins' defense today here on Locked on Dolphins. You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on Dolphins fans, Kyle Crafts, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. Good morning, it's tea in the cup, if you're watching on the YouTube channel. Uh, locked on dolphins on YouTube make sure you like this video subscribe that way you know when we are live and running with new content want to thank you guys for making locked on dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day and with that in mind uh, I'm excited to talk about veteran pass rusher Melvin Ingram as a potential addition to the Miami Dolphins and their defense and uh, I know one of the big bits of questions that I, I've gotten from Dolphins fans is, well, why does it why does it matter? Right? Melvin Ingram was somebody who only had a handful of sacks last year, and he played on two of the better teams in the AFC, between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs. What difference does it make? I'll tell you what difference it makes. You have to look beyond just the raw production uh, for Melvin Ingram. Uh, I think it's certainly worth bearing that his play throughout the course of the year was better than the statistics indicate. And Sacks is one of those production measures anyway, that really is not fully indicative of what a player is producing because If a player has 10 sacks, but they only sack the quarterback at the rate in which they're generating pressure, it's a pretty hollow 10 sacks. Remember when Jordan Phillips uh, went to Buffalo and had an amazing one season and got like 9.5, 10 sacks and then signed that big deal with Arizona after departing Miami? Like Jordan Phillips was like a 9, 10 sack guy. But... The sustainability of pass rush productivity is much better measured through any different number of other metrics, including hurries and pressures and your productivity. And I think that's where um, Melvin Ingram as a player presents some pretty exciting opportunities for the Miami Dolphins. I wouldn't go so far as to say that Melvin Ingram is a positionless player, uh, but he is a player who offers a great deal of versatility. Maybe not so much anymore, but throughout the entirety of his career, he has showcased a level of athleticism, diversity that has allowed you to play him all over the place. Um, And I think you can point to, maybe not again this year, but go back to 2020 before Melvin Ingram got hurt. And he only played in about half the games that were played that season. But if you look at his breakdown from a snaps percentage, he's getting a handful of snaps as a stacked linebacker off the ball. And even this past year in 2021, he was taking a couple of snaps where he was pushed out over top of the slot, slot corner. He took 10 snaps as a slot corner type player, alignment player this past year. Primarily a left and right rush linebacker. But as you go through the history of Melvin Ingram, you, you see quite a bit of diversity and differentiations from alignments and where he's capable of playing. And what you have to do if you're going to project Melvin Ingram into this defense is you're going to have to project him as somebody who's not being signed to start. He's probably your third pass rusher or your fourth pass rusher. And the dollar amount that Melvin Ingram would be signing for is going to be proportionate to that type of role. Melvin Ingram this past year I believe the deal he signed in Pittsburgh that I was mad that Miami did not pursue was a $4 million deal. One year's $4 million for a 32-year-old pass rate. He's going to turn 33 at the end of the month. But there's layers to where I think the Dolphins can benefit from having Melvin Ingram in, and it's not just being a designated pass rusher who comes in on third and longs. Think about the value of Melvin Ingram and what he can present to a lot of the young players on the Miami Dolphins defense. What he has gone through as a player who once upon a time was a first round pick in 2012. He's been in this league a decade. There is plenty of experience that he can impress and impose upon teammates, including Jalen Phillips that. If you're going to get a guy who's going to get 15 snaps a game, primarily all as a pass rusher, and he's going to be able to impress his wisdom upon guys like Jalen Phillips and Andrew Van Ginkle, that alone should be considered worth <laughs> worth the money. Because it is a such a small part of the salary cap that we're looking at here. So Melvin Ingram, the football player is someone who, I think when you look at how Miami has played defense and what they have done with their five Oh package, which is their pressure looks where everybody's walked up into a gap. That for me is where Melvin Ingram moves the needle the most. Think about the role that, Sam McGuavin played throughout the course of last season as somebody who was mugged up in interior gaps, was a looper, somebody who twisted around um, and, and helped to create some pressure through stunts and games. And that is where I really think Melvin Ingram could shine in the Dolphins' defense. Melvin Ingram has more density than Sam McGuavin. I, I would say his his burst might not be quite as good anymore after a couple of years with some some injuries and being banged up. But um, his ability to, to disengage and play off of blocks and contact is certainly going to be improved over Sam McGuavin. So, that's kind of the role like yeah maybe some obvious pass rush situations I could see him aligning as a a base linebacker and potentially moving allowing them to move Andrew Van Ginkle around a little bit more but it is that specific role that excites me the most for a potential Melvin Ingram signing with the Dolphins Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fracture of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays' insane protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection for every pair, they will send you a new pair if you lose your sunglasses. No matter what happened, give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, ten meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays exclusively for our listeners. Head to shadyrays.com and use code Locked On to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code Locked On for their best deal of the season. off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. um, I've been sitting here trying to wrap my head as best as I can around what exactly we feel the Dolphins' most significant needs are on the defensive side of the ball outside of linebacker, And we have heard the assertion that um, cornerback is a potential need for this team, that safety is a potential need for this team, uh, that edge rusher is a potential need for this team. And I feel like any, any way that you were to go about trying to... Any way that you would go about trying to fill the remaining needs on the roster, this is where I think Miami has the biggest opportunity to improve... The defense versus last year, because I know that's a question that I had received was, are you concerned, Kyle? That the Dolphins might not have necessarily improved, truly improved the defensive side of the football because they brought everybody back. And while I think that observation doesn't necessarily ring entirely true, because you, you, you also have to consider growth in players. We expect Javon Holland to be a better football player than he was last year. We expect Brandon Jones to be a better football player than he was last year. We expect Jalen Phillips to be a better football player than he was last year. And Christian Wilkins and Raquan Davis to be better football players than they were last year. And then you have guys who have kind of stable levels of production like Xavier Howard, high-end producer, Byron Jones, reliable starter, Jerome Baker, reliable starter, Emmanuel Agba, impact starter. Um, I don't see a lot of attrition that's going to happen for the Dolphins defense with players with regress- significant regression. But yes, you do stand the opportunity to create improvements on your roster by bringing in, I think, players like a Melvin Ingram the third. So... Everybody's going to talk about the number of sacks that Melvin Ingram had last year. But I would ask you to consider there were only 22 players in the NFL, 22, who had more pressures than Melvin Ingram did last year. 51 pressures for Melvin Ingram is tied with Brian Burns from Carolina and Cameron Jordan from the New Orleans Saints. It's more pressures than the following pass rushers. Josh Allen, Jacksonville Jaguars. First-round pick, Odafe Owe, Baltimore Ravens. Randy Gregory, Dallas Cowboys. Chandler Jones, Arizona Cardinals. Andrew Van Ginkle, Miami Dolphins. Hassan Reddick, Carolina Panthers. Marcus Davenport, New Orleans Saints. Jalen Phillips, Miami Dolphins. And if you look at the names who outproduced, the vast majority of them have more snaps, more pass rush opportunities than Melvin Ingram's 460 pass rush reps for the year. So let, I'd like to count the number of the 22 players above Melvin Ingram who had equal or less snaps as a pass rusher than what Melvin Ingram did. Just to kind of put it in perspective. Jadavion Clowney 422 53 that's 1. John Franklin Myers New York Jets 53 and 431 2. Jerry Hughes 55 and 395 3. Preston Smith Green Bay Packers 63 and 457 that's 4. Matthew Judon 64 and 430 that's 5. TJ Watt 67 and 449 that's 6. Joey Bosa had eight more snaps. Now he significantly produced them, but he did have eight more snaps. Leonard Floyd, 73 in 643 snaps. That's seven. That's the list. That is the list of players in the NFL who had more pressures with less snaps than Melvin Ingram did. So you can point to the sack numbers all you'd like, but at the end of the day, Melvin Ingram was extremely productive, 23rd in the NFL in pressures, and one of the more efficient relative to the number of snaps that he got with 500 passing down snaps and 460 of those in which he actually rushed the passer. His pass rush productivity is within like half a point of Emmanuel Agba's last year. This would be a huge add. And I think you can look at potentially linebacker and you could look at potentially a cornerback as well because Miami did lose Justin Coleman. They did lose Jason McCourty. Um, They brought everybody back at linebacker, but I do think that's probably the weakest position group on the roster right now. Players like Melvin Ingram make a lot of sense, and Miami was knocking on the door. Miami was a final three team last year for Melvin Ingram. And Melvin Ingram went to Pittsburgh and wasn't happy with his playing time. So he ended up prompting a a change and then ended up in Kansas City. And he was good for five pressures a game. And in the grand scheme of things, I'm not a math guy, so let me make sure I pull this up and get it right. In the grand scheme of things, Melvin Ingram across both teams that he played for last season, played approximately 58, 59% of the snaps. So to bring in a player with the experience that he has to make the players in his pass rush room better, who's going to play in a reduced role for financially what's going to account to next to nothing relative to the salary cap, and the Dolphins have $20, $21 million in salary cap space, What's the downside? And it's a genuine question. What's the downside? He only had two sacks last year? Come on. And I'll never forget, that was uh, one of the conversations that I had had when I was able to partake in some of the, the press conferences and uh, talking about the value of pressures versus the value of sacks. And pressures are such a better indicator of year-over-year performance. And Melvin Ingram continues to be a highly productive pressure player in the NFL, even if his sack total has dipped versus his high-water mark. He had uh, 29 sacks over a three-year stretch from 2015 to 2017. He also made the Pro Bowl three straight years, 2017 to 2019. And he was hurt missed half the season in 2020. And then came back this year and shared the field with the likes of, oh, TJ Watt, who tied the sack record last year. All the other killers that are on that Pittsburgh front. And then went to Kansas City and shared the field with Chris Jones and Frank Clark. He shared the field with some good football players. I mean, that just because he wasn't getting the kills of the quarterback as a sack artist's Don't let that number fool you, Dolphins fans. Built Bar shouldn't fool you either. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's absolutely positively delicious. These things are high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar, and they have 100% chocolate on all of their bars. Right now, you can visit Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and save 15% off your next order. That is Built.com, promo code LOCK15, to save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. I think I have sufficiently expressed my interest in Melvin Ingram. Now, Melvin, all you got to do is sign. The news came out yesterday that Ingram was in the facility on Tuesday visiting the team. And uh, we'll see what ultimately comes of this, but Miami was close last time. So my expectation is this gets done. And if it gets done, my hope would be that it gets done before the NFL draft so that you don't necessarily have to swing the right? Because the third round in this year's NFL draft, you could find some reasonable pass rush prospects. You could find some reasonable interior offensive line prospects. You could find some reasonable running back prospects. You should be able to find some reasonable linebacker prospects. So to whittle that field and know, you know on a year in which your draft assets are scarce as scarce as they've ever been to know exactly what you need and don't need this is going to be one of those drafts from where from Miami's perspective I would probably advocate for drafting best player available at a position of need you know now if you have somebody who's surreal that you can't believe they fell into their lap and you don't need that position Yeah, you could take that player. But generally speaking, like the Dolphins draft strategy this year, I think would have a great benefit from getting the best option at any of X positions that you feel like there are upgrade opportunities available to you. It's that hybrid between drafting purely for need and drafting purely best player available. Uh, I would certainly expect this year's strategy with with that first pick to meet that strategy. And if it doesn't, I'd be surprised. But that is my mentality coming into this pick. And if you can cross pass rusher off that list and the draft is two weeks from tomorrow, starts two weeks from tomorrow, I think that's something that the Dolphins need to strongly consider not playing around and getting cute with a one-year deal. He just signed, Ingram signed a one-year deal with Pittsburgh last year worth $4 million. If you can get him the same thing or something in the same ballpark and you want to push play and he's interested in playing for the Dolphins, then let's go ahead and do it. And he's clearly interested in in playing for the Dolphins because he's visiting the facility. Uh, This is the second straight offseason with a visit to the facility. I know he's working out with several Dolphins players last year in the summertime before he did ultimately sign with the Steelers. So let's go ahead and connect the dots. Let's make this thing a formality, and then that way we can continue to whittle that scope for what we should be strategizing with that first and second pick for the Dolphins in the third and fourth round of the 2022 NFL Draft. Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Looking at free agent Melvin Ingram and his potential addition to the Dolphins and their team. Kyle Krabs, keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Fins up, make it a good one.